Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. I am here with my friend, Debbie White, and she is going to share some amazing stuff for you tonight. Tips on how to make your brand stand out on social media. So Debbie, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm just, I'm just so thrilled to be here with you guys. Really exciting week. So this is so fun to be here. Right. We just ended a really fun, exciting nine day challenge. We had five days of a challenge and then four bonus days and people have just been showing up so powerfully and it's been so exciting. So this is kind of like the icing on the cake. It's like another treat now for them to, to be able to experience this with you. I'm honored. Okay. Let's do it. Icing on the cake. Here we go. Let's do it. So just to remind everybody, because we actually have a lot of new people here too. So I wanted to remind everybody, this is Debbie's going to present her stuff. She's done this for a really long time. She's a super duper branding expert. So how about this? Why don't we start with, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, what you, because you've been doing this for a long time, Debbie. Yeah. Kind of like forever. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, you know, it like the back of your hand. So why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do and how you got here? Okay. Well, okay. Hi guys. I'm, thank you so much. I'm Debbie White. Um, I go as frankly Deb because like who can ever get Debbie White URL or handle or anything. So like, that's how you can probably find me easier as frankly, Deb. But I have been in marketing for a really long time, like over 30 years. So there you go forever. And I'm one of those rare birds that actually has a degree in what I do for a living, which is almost like, cause I tell everyone like, you don't need to have a degree and do that. And I actually do. So it's kind of like funny. Yeah. And, and it's good. Cause it's a BS in communications like isn't that perfect in advertising I just think the BS is funny anyway is so, it because the acronym like what it actually yeah what it actually right, it's BS we're just pro BSers right. uh, but you know it's a bachelor of science it just makes me laugh I anyway um yeah I've been doing this for 30 years and I started out I started my career in New York City as an art director and I worked on a lot of global brands and then through my career I moved to Seattle I live in the Seattle area now And I ended up becoming a creative director and then actually ended up having my own advertising agency. And I had a Fortune 500 client that kept us extremely busy. And a year and a half ago, I completely pivoted my business to solely coaching for online women entrepreneurs, coaches, and creatives. So... And before that, you were mainly just working for like helping other people with their brands, doing done for you kind of stuff. For oh, yeah. I mean, we we did like, yeah, like at our agency, we did pretty much everything you could think of. Everything from complete rebrand strategy, all of that stuff to, you know, international TV commercials, radio commercials, online digital campaigns, email marketing. I mean, you name it. Yeah, like we did it. We did it. Brochures, blah, blah. I mean, the whole thing. We were very busy. <laughs> Wow. But it was yeah, great experience. Yeah. 
great experience. Um, yeah, for a really large corporation, that's always an interesting ride. And I worked with that particular client for eight years. So it was time for to do something different. This is a whole new world for me. And I absolutely love it. I feel like for the first time, I'm really living something I teach in strategy, which is your why. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that today. Because my why is to empower women entrepreneurs. I mean, that's the heart of heart of what I do. And I get to do that with building an online brand, a successful, thriving online brand. And so it's really fun. And what else can I say? Yeah. So I'm here. So I'm like a brand coach now, which kind of cracks people up that now be like, wait, you're not art directing anymore. I'm like, no, no, I'm a brand coach now. (laughs) So it's been been a great year. It's been so great. Yeah, that's awesome. And it speaks to what really fills you up and you're living what you're teaching. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are the best model for what you're doing. Yeah. And it's, uh, I know sometimes I'm like, pinch me, like I I get to do this and it's really phenomenal. So I will just also say, you know, I luck and timing always have something to do with it, but I think you have to be open to that. That's a whole nother conversation for that to happen. But I pivoted right before the pandemic And what's, you know, that was, that was great because all of a sudden there was this complete online revolution, but what's really cool about is everyone in this space, you guys probably know this, but this is not going to go away. And it's really an incredible opportunity Mm -hmm. because it really does even the playing field. If you have the tools to get there, which is what they're learning from you too. It's a pretty incredible time actually. I love that you said that, and I just want to point that out. Like, did did you all hear? She said this isn't going away. Like, it it was an online revolution that we really did experience because Absolutely. if you weren't already online, many people did jump online because they saw an opportunity that, you know, I think a lot of securities that people like secure situations, secure situations yeah. that they counted on, all of a sudden got ripped away, and all of a sudden things didn't seem so secure and certain, and. I think taking things into your own hands felt really good for people. And the online world is a way to do that. Yeah, it's really been interesting. A a lot of clients, right when the pandemic started kind of going along, actually reached out to me like, oh my God, can you help me get online? I'm freaking out. I'm about to, I mean, one was a store, you know, it's like, okay, we got to get you, we got to get a website like today, right? You just, we got to get, you know, and then a lot of services or photographers, creatives, coaches, they're like, well, I'm used to working very locally. Like I'm, you know, we go to networking events, you know, all the things we do to build our business or like wiped away. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is some of this is not going to go away. And that's an opportunity to really hone our digital online skills with sales, with branding, with everything you need. And it just, this is what I coach my members because they come in thinking, well, I gotta, you know, like if I live in Boston, I got to really concentrate on that Boston market. I'm like, uh, your market's all around the world. Like, nope. not what it used to be. And it takes a lot of time for people to go, oh my gosh, it's true. It's a you global know? marketplace. Yeah. Really? It's, it's, a, it's a very, this is a, even though it's been a difficult year, there's so much possibility with what this, the digital revolution, because they will look back on this as this is when it finally went full. Yeah. 100% online digital. Yes. Agreed. And even from a perspective of like how it's changed education first. Oh my gosh. And because they had to go online. And I think a lot of, a lot of, I mean, I'm a former teacher. So for me, that was like near and dear to my heart when I saw it. And 
trust me, there was never a time ever that I was more happy that I was not having to deal with everything. God bless all the teachers and the oh, parents really? and everybody They're else. Heroes too. I mean, really right up with the frontline workers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My daughter's in yeah. college right now and her college is an hour and a half away. Well, she lives like right next door. Cause it's on, of course it's online. So, right. you know, my other daughter wants to move to Berlin. She might to get her master's, but she might take the summer courses here from Berlin. So it's just, right. it's just changed everything. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And, and I agree with you. I think there were definitely some struggles and, and challenges and it wasn't always the prettiest situation that no. we all went through in 2020, but it did open up some things that I, I think it forced us to look in directions that we wouldn't Absolutely. have otherwise. I think out of, you know, it's when you have like a limited amount of supplies or something, kind of the most creative dynamic things can come when you take everything away. And I really look at this as that silver lining. We, it's it's a reframing of what's possible. Yeah. So if you're here learning how to grow a business and in the online space, you know, we're all here watching this online on Facebook, which is nuts, you know, from all over the world. Right. And um, what an opportunity. So I'm excited by it. It's, it's really cool. So yeah. anyway, but yeah, I have a really fun talk for you guys today. And um, yeah, there's so much I could talk about, but here's what I'm going to talk about is, <laughs> can I just roll right into it, Nicole? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I, you're the teacher. I'm like, is that, is that okay if I do teacher and teacher? <laughs> you got to raise your hand first, Debbie, and I have to call on you. And no, no, let's no. hear it. I want to, and, but what I was going to yeah. do is kind of give you an overview of, um, how to stand out on social media and kind of like, you know, if I could say there's three takeaways, I'd want you to know one of them I kind of hit on. So there's three I'm going to talk about. Uh, one is your why you guys have probably heard this one before. It's kind of a thing like why I'm going to kind of dig into that. I do this a little differently, but we'll talk about your why. Number two is consistency. Okay. And number three is it's all about them. I'll, I'll talk about that. And then I'm going to wrap it up with why social media is not advertising. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. Excited. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So I'll start with this. So when you guys are thinking about your company, first, let me start here. Is if you are in the online space and it's even if it's just you, it's just you, your company, you know, I'm a service provider, I'm a this, I'm a that, whatever it is that you do, you are a brand. So for some people, that's like, wait, I'm just, no, I'm a, this, no, you're a brand. Right. Like they're used to seeing a logo and a like, yeah, target a brand is, a is not a logo. Right. I could give a whole Absolutely. talk on that. A brand is actually not a logo. You don't even need a logo to have a brand. A brand is a whole kind of culture, a, a whole set of beliefs, messaging. Okay. So, so, and I, this is a whole nother talk, but a brand is really, like, I'll just give this one real quick, is your why. It's about your target audience, what I call your secret sauce, what makes you unique and different, and how you position yourself in the marketplace according to what the competition is doing, how you wrap all that together with your brand pillars. I know I'm going to just, sorry, I'm trying not to get too marketing -y. That nut, I mean, I coach people, we spend like six weeks just on that. That nut is the foundation of all of your messaging. That is your brand. That's the heart of your brand. So when I say brand strategy, mm -hmm. that's what that is. And it, and we don't even talk about color and logo till we do this work. Right. Then we go, 
oh, what color, what, you know, fits your brand? Like my yellow chair and pink pillow. Yeah, that's totally my brand colors. I'm totally a dork, you know, but it fits my brand. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from the South. I'm kind of like, ah, ah, you know, it's, I'm a little punchy. I mean, it just suits friendly, cheerful, you know, all that stuff. That's me, but it suits my brand. Where town are you from? What town? Yeah. What part? Oh, I grew up in Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Any Houston, any Houston fans out there? I have family in Houston. You, do you really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been to Houston a bunch of times. I love oh it. Oh my gosh. My husband's family is still in Houston. So we still we still get down there. My accent comes on real thick. Not right, that high, but it comes out. It starts <laughs> twanging when I get down there. Yeah. I love it. I hear it. Yeah, it comes out sometimes. Okay. So let's talk about your why. So now that you know you're a brand. Mm-hmm. I always start everyone that I work with, and this is whether you're a $4 billion corporation, like the one I work, used to work with for eight years. We did this too with them, this whole thing. It's just a bigger table with more people, right? Right. Or we talk about the why, okay? And all those things I talked about, we talk about all that. But I always start every, whether it's one person, whether it's a, a, a female uh, life coach or a $4 billion corporation, we start with your why. And so I'm going to start this with the why and, and give you guys something to think about. And if you haven't dug into your why, I'm also going to kind of throw out someone that really kind of pulled this front and center. And if, have you guys heard of Simon Sinek? Yes. Okay. If you haven't heard Simon Sinek's TED talk, I think he has like 53 million point three million views as of today. Cause I looked it up. Wow. It's a really sweet and you know, TED talks are like 18 minutes. It's a real, just look up Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, the golden circle Ted talk. You'll find it. So after this, at some point, go watch it. So let me, I'll tell you a little bit about what Simon the golden said. circle. Yeah. The golden circle. Okay. So what I will ask you is why do you have this business besides making money? That's a really interesting question to ask people. But it is. Right. I mean, ask that question to a corporation and it gets real interesting. <laughs> they start going, yeah, oh, who's, who's, like in that, who's making those decisions for them? Right. Like, right. like you're in a meeting in a big boardroom. Well, with a that's, bunch the of C-suite. that's where you need the C-suite involved in that because that's right. where the decisions come from. And that's why, I, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but if you're a brand, first of all, if you're, if you, if you're in business, you're a brand, if you're a brand, you are the CEO of your business. So you have to start thinking like a CEO to have a successful business. So successful CEOs are going to sit at the table with their brand team. That's going to be you too, by the way. Now, you, now you're in my, my class, you're the brand team. And you're going to talk about hats. your why. Yeah, all the hats we wear. So, so we're going to talk about our why. So this gets into the passion that drives you to actually do this for a living. So the passion that drives you to do what you do for a living is what's magnetic to your ideal client. And some of you are like, well, they don't care if they actually do care. And it actually brings out the purpose of the work that you do. So if you've noticed, I'd say in the last 10 years, our society, the the really, the brands that are just really doing well are very purpose driven. So think about that. I believe every single solopreneur is purpose-driven. I find it hard to believe that we would jump through all the hoops, 
do all, wear all the hats just to make money. There's easier ways just to make money. Right. There's a purpose. There's a passion. What is that? So you actually need to define what that is um, and you need to share it. That's a part of your messaging. And I'll say this, like, it's a part of a service provider's messaging. It's, it's like kind of the anchor in the story and it comes out in how you talk about it. It's not like you're talking about your why every day, but it's interesting. I happen to also have, I have a lot of coaches and I have a lot of creatives for creatives. It is the, where the story comes from. Like it literally is the story like starting point. So it's very fascinating the why. And I'll kind of talk a little bit, something that Simon says, which always makes me laugh when I say that. <laughs> I can't not say it with a straight face, but um, he has a, a, a quote in here that I, I just have to share because it's so, it's so fantastic. He says, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And so let me kind of open that up a little bit with an example that he uses in his talk. And it's, there's a reason why so many marketers will use Apple as an example. It's almost cliche for a reason it is because everyone has such a clear understanding of what they're all about because they've done such an incredible job of building their brand. And that was very strategic. And so if you go back to the very beginning, and you can, of course, thank Steve Jobs for the brilliance of this. He was a master strategist, honestly. Visionary, um, for sure. Yeah. So when they, when they first sat down and wrote out their very first mission statement, I'm going to read it to you because it'll be like, holy cow, this is their why, by the way. So it says, Apple is dedicated to the empowerment of man, to making personal computing accessible to each and every individual so as to help change the way we think, learn, and communicate. That's what he wrote at the very beginning of Apple. Talk that about was their that original thing. mission statement. That is their why. And that's, that's exactly their why. So if that's your why and you go to an ad agency like Shiat Day, you know, back in the day when they did the, the historic 1984 Macintosh ad and all that came after that, mm-hmm. the empowerment of man helping to change the way we think, work, learn, communicate. That's the strategy for that ad. I can tell you that from a creative background. Wow. So see how it's so different? It wasn't like, we're going to make a ton of money with this computer. It's going to fix so much. We're going to be so rich. Right. It wasn't about the computer. It was <laughs> and about it wasn't about, it. that's the thing. Exactly. When you watch that talk, they're not selling computers. Yeah. In fact, do they ever sell computers? Right. They don't. They sell think differently. Oh, it's so right. Funny. It's so, yeah. So, so see how there's so much power in the why I get so excited about this. Yeah. So when I talk about my, my why is empowerment, like, and, and you know, women, mm-hmm. I just, that's my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And it's not, oh, so you can stand out online. That's what people understand, yeah. you know, like, oh, so you can make a lot of money with your business on social media. I was like, that's cool, but I'm, I'm anchored in something deeper than that. And that is magnetic to my ideal client. So those are things for you guys to think about of what is it that you do? Why is it, what do you aspire to do with your brand? And this is where I ask people to like get bold and audacious with it. What mm-hmm. impact would you love to have with the work that you do? Like huge impact, big, big goal. And it just might shift your thinking about how you message your brand. Wow. 
Like I always say, I want to make this world a healthier place with the work that I do. Is that too vague or is that on point with like, cause that's my big vision. Like I want people to feel empowered with taking care of themselves and not relying on the medical system to, you know, to be where they find their health. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's anchored in that and you're speaking from that and it starts coming out and everything you do, people will expect that. And and here's the thing, and I'm going to get into, this is a perfect segue actually. Well, I have one more piece to share because I'll get in, I'll start going on, but people, I'm going to talk about consistency. It's hard not to, but as you keep building different stories that illustrate the why, I mean, think about Apple, best example out there. They illustrate, think differently, right? Think different with all their creative ads. They're not selling like, look at this cool. It's got 165 mil bytes, holds whatever songs. Like that's not what they do. They say, oh, it's got, you know, the first, the first little, what was it? Remember the little iPod? iPod shuffle. Yeah. So, so any, any typical computer would, and I'm going to, I'm going to screw up the numbers y'all. Sorry. Any typical computer company would have said, I don't remember the megabytes. It holds 250 megabytes or something. Right. Okay, that's not what they did. They would have been selling the features. But you know what they did? They sold the story. What's the story? It holds a thousand songs. Yep. Oh, that's the, the think different. Yeah. I want a thousand songs in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, how do you reframe your truth and your why? And does it all t- see how it all ties together? Yeah. So again, the why allows you to tell stories that have a thread to your overall purpose of your brand. And that right there is a big piece that will separate you from other people that may be doing something very similar to what you're doing, but they're not harnessing their why. Mm-hmm. I always say this, this is what just came up for me. Um, I learned this from my buddy, Phil Jones, who is an amazing sales book author and coach. And he said, the facts will only tell while the story sells. Yeah. I mean, we're natural storytellers. Humans remember the stories. They don't tend to remember the facts. And well, some people do, some people are fact nuts, but the most of us, the majority of us, yeah. We remember the story. And the other thing that story does, because we're very human, mm-hmm. is we're drawn to emotion and emotional response. Yep. And so when, when and like in the old days, when an ad triggered an emotional response, we remember it and then we're drawn to it in a way. Mm-hmm. So now with social media, and I'll get into that, it's connecting through story. It's not advertising. It's connecting. I'll talk about that in a minute through storytelling real storytelling that's like based in your truth, not BS, like real stuff. Right. So that's why there's so much power in the why. So that's where I always start. Everyone is start thinking about your why. The next one is consistency matters. Mm. So this is where it all kind of comes together. Everything about your brand, you know, you've got your why you figured out exactly who is my target audience Maybe you finally get your look figured out. Like my personality is cheery and joyful. I'm going to do bright yellow with pops of pink, right? Or I'm super serious, man. I'm like navy blue with some gray stripes. You know, whatever your your personality is, it should fit with your brand. But that comes after you've done the strategy work, not first. A lot of people start first. I see this all the time. Hey, what do you think of these colors? I'm like, what do they mean? They're they're cool. They're pretty. Yeah, it's the color of my favorite. You know, piece of art. Whatever. So it is, it's where people jump to. I have people that come to me. It's easy. It's like, well, it's my favorite color. So, you know, I actually look awful in yellow. Like, like this is the worst color ever for my skin tone, but, um, you know, it it works for my brand. 
And it's not my favorite color. I love yellow, but my favorite color is actually a blue green. But this works for my brain. It's, it's a strategic decision. So when we get into consistency, it's, it's your voice, mm-hmm. like how you show up, how you use your voice. You know, is it consistent? Is it on brand? Your look, your why? Then we get into the actual mechanics of posting online, consistently posting. Mm-hmm. I'm often so surprised how just that alone trips people up. There is a, a people that are very successful. They are, they know how to be consistent in everything they do. And that includes posting consistently on social media mm-hmm. so that your followers get to know you. They trust you. You're consistent. They see you like every day or every two days, or, but it's the same thing. The algorithm favors all types of consistency because it's machine learning. Mm-hmm. They like patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just how the algorithm works. And so they get to know, like, and trust you. So um, the other thing with consistency is, well, that's what I should say. It does build trust. Like I said, just said it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, I mean, this sounds so obvious, but it helps you stay top of mind. Right. And this is kind of an interesting thing. I've had some of my clients come to me and say, Deb, I did the most killer post. I got so much engagement. I didn't get one bite from it. I'm like, let's talk about that. Okay. So first of all, that was one touch. I'm curious to hear what you talk about this with your, with, with sales. Happens all it the takes time, about right? 16 to 18 touches for them to know, like, and trust you to go, I have to have it. And the more you're strategic about, and I'll get into this next, it's all about them <laughs> and serving what they want, not what you think they need. Yep. That's the big, that's the big, I did a whole talk this morning on this on my chalkboard and drew like two circles with a big bridge in between. Here's what they say they want. Here's what you know they need. There's yep. a big gap in between. Your job is to bridge the gap. But you always, always, always start the conversations with what they say they want. If you want them to listen. Most people jump right to, I know what you need. And, that, and, and I drew an arrow, like the two circles. It's like, if you start with, I know what they need, and you start using language that they, it, they don't use that language, it's like, phew, phew, yep. like you miss them. You just, you missed them. You missed your whole deal. Totally. So yeah. you've got to start you with. To listen, you got you to speak their language. You've got to talk with what they want to hear. And I always say selling is earning the right to make a recommendation. So you've got to listen to what they're, they're saying. And then eventually you will earn the right to make recommendations because you know what they need, but you've got to get them into your world with something that attracts them. And you're not going to do that unless you're saying what they think they need. Exactly. And that even goes down to, you actually have to use the words they use. So here's the words my clients use. I want, I want more clients. Your clients probably say the same thing because yep. <laughs> right? they go hand in hand. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, I need help with social media. How do I stand out on social media? Can you help? I mean, the social media comes up over and over and over again. It's like, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yep. So that's how we say like how to stand out online, how to get more clients, you know, online with social media or how to, you know, how to, amplify your presence on social media. They understand that. What they don't understand is if I start, I kind of did that in the beginning here. Sorry, guys. If I came right out and said, okay, I'm going to talk brand strategy and we're going to talk about your unique selling proposition 
and positioning. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not a corporation. That's not, I just need to know how to stand out on social media. Thanks. It's just like right over their head or right underneath them or around them. They're like, I'm not grabbing onto that. It's so not sexy. No, thank you. Yep. So their language. Yeah, if you speak their language, even inviting them in to have the conversation, you're still, and I just coached a coach today on this. She's got great ideas about some really cool things, but it's a little, uh, not quite the language her audience is using yet because they don't know that's even a problem yet. So identify what they're saying. And that's the language you use in your social media. Right. Meet them where they're at, right? Yeah. And, and some people really struggle with that. They're like, that's so basic. It's so not I'm like, that's where they're at though. And that's the carrot. That's the open door. Right? What's that? Redundant. We have to say the same things over and over. I think oh that's my gosh. Okay. Yeah, thank you for putting that out. And yes. I don't want to say the same thing over and over again. I'm like, well, then you're going to lose people. Okay. So this is a good analogy. People get this one. TV ads. You guys know TV ads. Like I talked about Apple. Okay. A TV ad, they they do media buys and they purchase, you know, cycles. You guys know that. You're watching TV like, oh my God, it's the same ad again. Oh my God, they're showing that ad like three times during the show. Well, they bought that specifically so it like you remember. They did that on purpose (laughs) because they want you to remember it. And you do remember it. You remember it. And after about 16 times, guess what? You go to the store and you want to try that nut milk. You saw what you were complaining about. (laughs) Those are those touch points too that like, you know, and I've, I've touch with my, with my clients. I've said, have you ever had one of those people that when you first met them, they were a little bit annoying and they were just like a lot and you were like, oh my gosh. But like, eventually they won you over because they were so consistent and they were so like over and over again, they just showed themselves to be kind and, and they kept showing up as the same person. Yes. And eventually we're like, you know what? I can't help but like you. Right. It's the same kind of thing. That's how we show up. That's who we are. It's like, you're going to, you're going to deliver the same message over and over again. You're going to be consistent. You're going to meet them where they're at, speak their language. And eventually they'll take notice. And absolutely. if it's for them, they'll, they'll move on. You know, absolutely. And the, and this is what I tell people. I say, if you're messaging and you sound like a broken record, I'm going to high five you. You're doing it right. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, really? I'm like, yes. Because here's the thing. So it's just like when you do a killer post and you're like, did everyone see it? Everyone saw it. It was so good. It's like, I don't think everyone saw it. Like, like some people saw it and it was killer. You can run that killer post again in two months and people go, oh my God, this is so killer. I'm like, I did that post. Like, they don't know that. You could literally take all your content and boop, drop it two months later. If it's super on point, super awesome, sprinkle in a few fresh stories and videos, like seriously, you're done. Hey. I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people, but I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 places to find clients. And it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay. Now back to the show. Right. 
Well, because you always have new people coming into your world as well. And you want to remove. Yes, I just did it this week. I mean, go, go look at my feed. It's like, seriously, it's like, and I'm kind of like, I'm super busy this week. I've been traveling. Nicole knows that. And so I'm like, go dig up some old stuff and recycle it team. And so they did. I'm like, awesome. I didn't even know. It's like, look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's working. They're all like, oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, it's all real. It's all me. It's all on brand. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's my truth. I'm not BSing. So yeah. So that's a cool thing. It's consistent. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, she's consistent. Like, yeah, I'm so consistent. I'm recycling my posts. Yes, you can do that. Right. <laughs> repetition is what breeds success. They need to hear it over and over again. And they need to hear it, hear it, hear it. And again, this is another thing I see. I see people come on and go, so, you know, the post I wrote yesterday and they'll talk. And it's like, yeah, no one remembers that by the way. Like nobody. <laughs> already forgotten, already out of their mind. I mean, right? It's like, it's disposable. You guys, it's yeah. literally like attention spans, like a, like a, gone. Right. So I always tell people they don't remember what you posted yesterday. And that's another reason why, I mean, it would be an interesting test. You know, it would be funny. We should do this. It would be so interesting. If you came on, if I came on or whatever, and like did the same live, like every day, but just like wore a different shirt or something and have to be like, did you say that? I think I've heard this. Like, that is so amazing. I'm like, yeah. And like, let's, let's do it again. Let's see how, let's see how, how many people say it's, a, you know, like new and fresh. And well, I, mean, I would be fascinated that by that. Isn't that what we kind of do? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> start, yeah, right? we pretty much change our shirts and like switch a few sentences around and go, okay. Right. It's the same message. But here's the thing. It's like, how do you become successful? You do the basics over and over and over again. And, and that's where success comes from. It's like, I don't know. I was, I was an athlete. And what did I do every day when I went to basketball practice? The same drills. Oh my gosh. It's every day we practice free throws. We practice ball handling. We pra- like layups. It was all like, and even when I was in college playing, we did the same stuff every day. over and over. And I know I swim. It's the same Basically. stuff over and over and over and over. And it's like, oh yeah, I just tweaked that little thing, but it's, uh, it's the same thing. Exactly. Four strokes. I mean, how much can you mix them up? Really? Yep. So it's the same thing with, with social media, but you, that's why your foundation is so important. Cause if you don't get that tight, you're repeating a bunch of stuff that's not hitting and it's off and it doesn't make sense. And it's not connecting. Exactly. That's why it's so important. It's hard for people to follow you. If you're always onto a different thing or a new uh, topic, it's like the shiny new object. There's no room for that in social media, right? You're going to lose people. You're going to lose people. It's like, I don't really get what they're, are they a, wait, are they health or wellness? Are they, wait, are, are they just posting grand, is this grandkids? I'm confused. So right. you just have to, you know, you have to get really focused and, um, and really you're willing to feel redundant and to feel like you're talking until you're blue in the face about the same thing. And it is going to feel boring to you at times, Yeah, but your audience needs to hear that over and over and over again. They don't remember what you said yesterday or last week. And by the time they hear it 16, 18 times, like this is really sinking in. And you know what? That goes with anything that's new, by the way, anything. I mean, it's kind of fascinating. I was teaching something this morning in my program that I take them through in the first six weeks mm-hmm. and they fill out the worksheet. So I said, you know what? I'm going to review this. It's been a couple months. And they're all like, oh, mind blown. I'm like, you guys have all done this already. But I know, but it's so different the second time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're well, like, I'm they, go, they go, can you do this again in two months? I mean, they're it's literally asking for the same content in two months. So often the same basic concept as a high school math teacher. Here I am teaching algebra again to my geometry kids, again, to my algebra two kids. Like 
you've always got to review the basics. Yeah. And that's how we started. Before I taught like a difficult concept, I, we would go back to the basics and review that first and then jump into the lesson. So I think this surprises a lot of people. I think people, and here's the other thing. It's like, I think we all inherently do this. We got to make it hard to make it good. It's like, it's not guys. I, I, it really isn't. Yep. You got to simplify to make it great. Right. Well, we have to remember we're the experts. So for us, it feels too simple. It feels yeah. very easy. And this was one of my big struggles for a long time. And I know my clients struggle with it. Our community shares the same thing. I've talked about it many times. I have an affirmation that I say, it's okay for things to be easy for me. And like, we want to complicate it. We want to make it harder. I've got to teach more. I've got it. There's got to be more depth to it. And it's like, it's got to be really simple and really consumable and really basic. And that's what people need over and over and over again. But we're the experts. So we forget because we know so much. Our knowledge is so great, but we're teaching really true. Yeah, it it is true. It is true. And, and, and just like, I'm sure, you know, just like what you teach in sales, there's steps, there's things that really open up thing that you need to have some repetition, even to learn it and to get that simple system, just like it is with branding, you know, but, um, okay. So final thing, this is a good one. Almost final, final thing. This is number three. It's all about them. Okay. Here's the thing about social media. So social media is actually not about you at all. It's all about your audience. And you've kind of heard us all already alluding to that today. And so I say you should be serving up content that is building connection and helping or serving your audience at least 80% of the time. And then what I call the selling, I'm curious what you say about this, Nicole. And then the sell, and it's, and you can even 80, 20, 20 within a post, by the way. But it's like a, it's, it's a balance. So, cause what I see, and I'm going to get to, I know I keep jumping ahead because social media is not advertising. If you come out with the old school way of like, I've got a course that does this and I'm going to, you know, and it sounds like a big sales pitch. It's like, Oh yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not advertising. We don't, it doesn't work in social media. It just, it doesn't, right. you guys have seen it and you're like, you no, no, no. Right. But if you're there serving, like, I'm going to help you listen to this amazing tip that's so killer. And you give something away and you give away and you give away. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, bring it on. I'm like, right. And then you're inviting them in, but you're speaking their language, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of serving is what really thrives on social media with tips, with help, with, you know, how to, with, you know, you want to learn more, come over to Nicole Kramer, you know, here, I mean, it's that whole thing, right? I'm just, I, I don't know how you sell. I'm just like, that's how we, you know, invite them in. You're probably laughing. Like, that's what you talked about this week, probably. Selling is serving. That's selling is serving. And I always say it's like a give, 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 ask. Like you, you want to be giving, you want to be giving. And then the ask can be really minimal. And it can be like, you, I think that's what you mean with the 80, 20. It's like, it is story. Your story is what sells. And that's what makes people relate to you. And people buy from people. They want to buy from you. And like you said, advertising, you're like, I've got this course and it's going to help you. Or people that put up a post that's like a graphic that says, here's my course. Like people are going to look at a picture of you sitting on the couch with your pajamas on before they're going to look at a graphic of what your post is all about. Like yeah, draw them true. in with something, you know? That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, I, we say the same thing. It's exact same, same thing. And I actually really, we talk, you know, cause I have a lot of creative types I'm like the word sell scares me. I'm like, you're not selling, you're serving. What if you reframe it? I'm sure you do this because I used to have this fear of selling mm-hmm. and it's like, right. Big time. And, 
and there's an art to sales. I mean, it is an art form. My father is like a professional salesman. He's awesome. talked to me all through the years. And he always said me, Debbie, you're a natural salesman. I'm like, no, I don't hate sales. Yeah. But I love helping people. It's yeah. like, what's sales? That's what it is. Yep. That's exactly what it, I said once, I said, you know what, you know what I love the most about sales? I love building relationships with people and helping them solve their problems. And the person that I, it was very early on in my, in my sales career. And the person that was training me was like, well, that's sales. And I was like, what? Yeah. I built it up in my head as this big thing that I needed to be afraid of. That was so salesy. And so sales means I'm going to discount my price 10% if you pay right now. It's like, that's not sales. Right. No, don't do that. No, exactly. It's building relationships and helping people solve their problems because you have something. I always say you're an expert in the roads you have walked and you have walked roads that other people haven't, and they need a solution to something that you have. And that's what you're doing. You're just helping them. See, and doesn't that just change everything when we think about it that way? And then we learn how to master that art. Yep. Yeah. And it's really, it's, there's not much mastery of like nuts and bolts, tactical strategy. It's really just mastering relating to people. Yeah. Caring yeah. about people. And then of course there's nuts and bolts and strategy, but like, to me, it's more changing your mindset about what sales actually is yeah. than it is learning any kind of strategy. Yes. And of course there's always strategy and things that we can, you know, provide yeah. and help with, but you've got to change your mindset yeah. on what it really is. And that changes everything for you. So this, this is really good. This is the part where I go, social media is not advertising. And you know what? Let me add to that. It's not selling either. It's yeah. serving. Yeah. It's, it's just, this is just literally what's, I have notes. This Love is it. literally what my notes say. It's so funny because we didn't even plan this. It's about building relationships, just like Nicole said. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Right. Those 16 touches. Like if I was to map out, we call it the customer journey. Mm-hmm. They first meet you and like, well, she seemed really interesting. And then they see you in a feed again, like, oh yeah. And they kind of read a little bit. Then they see you in stories and then she might do a reel. I'm like, oh, she's fun. I just, she feels like someone I'd want to go out and like hang out with. You know, I kind of relate. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then you see like, wait, this is really smart. This is good stuff. I totally agree. Oh yeah. I want to know more about that. And then it's like, it's a journey, you know, but then Nicole might DM me or I might say something about her stories and messenger. And like, this is awesome. I'm so with you on this. Like, Hey, me too. And then when we start chatting, I'm curious to hear about this. I don't ever go in and start selling. We're just having a conversation. I'm just trying to literally build real connections. And it's so cool because like when we do our workshops, which are launches, you guys are sales to launch, but we give our heart out, like, you know, heart, heart, heart. And we have people that just keep coming back to take the workshops. I'm like, cool. And they love us. And they're like, oh my gosh, Angie's here. She's so awesome. You know, they're dying to get in our program. It's not the right time. You know, whatever it is, but they're like super fans. Right. And but we're building truly real connections. Like I know about Angie. I know what her website looks like. I know where she lives. I know what her dog looks like. Like I've gotten to know her. Yeah. And like, does that just make it all so much more like Personal. fun and feel good? And you know, yeah. so that's what it's about. Yeah. So that's my whole last point is social media is really about building a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So followers, but you're building community and connection Yep. and it's interactive. And here's the other thing. You don't just post and go, let's see who likes it. It's two way. It's Thank a two you. way. All of it is two way. Yes. 
I have a lot of people who initially it's like, well, I put five posts up on Instagram last week and nobody bought anything. I'm like, well, did you engage with anybody? Like, it's got to be. And and here's the other thing. These platforms that we're on, they want engagement. Oh my gosh. It's all about, oh, that's a whole nother talk. They're going to favor you if you are engaging with your audience and nobody wants to talk to a dead post. Like if nobody's behind that post that's actually interacting with you, you're making it really tough for people to build a relationship with you. And you've got to be there engaging back with them. And I think that's one of the toughest parts. It's like post isn't going to do anything for you. No. So think about it like this. Think about, you know, when we used to go to networking events, like we're like, oh yeah, those. Well, just imagine you went to one of those and you just walked around with like your business card on your chest. That's a post, post, by the way. That's that's your post. That's a good analogy. And you don't say anything to anyone, just... Right. It's a really kick-ass business card. Y'all, it's so good. Look. Read this. Just read this. You right. know, just right there. Right. That's not going to get you anywhere. But if you go up and go, Nicole, I'm Debbie. I'd love to say hi. And then we start talking like, I have family in Texas. Oh, you have family in Texas? Are you kidding me? Woo-woo. I nope. do that. Okay. So here's an easy way to do this is when you post in stories and people comment, it goes right into your DMs, into your direct messenger. That actually helps your algorithm. Mm-hmm. That's that drives up the algorithm. That I mean, a lot of people are like really mind blow. And that's easy, real chat. I have actually had a full conversation with someone that took a workshop, didn't didn't join the program, but I'm a huge fan. And we started on a chat about it was so random, but you know, I'll post more random content that's personal and stories to kind of fill out me as a real person and connect. Just because you never know. And I had something about my dad. My dad's a total badass. And he's raced everything under the sun. And she was like, oh my gosh, my dad is too. Where's your dad? You know, and I said something about Michigan. She was like, my dad's from Ohio. He was a big racer. So we ended up having this whole conversation. And I'm like, hey, dad, do you know Joe uh, such and such from back in like 1950? You do? Okay. And then we're like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then we had this whole like random, like really fun little moment. And we just kept it going. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, meeting people and interacting. And that's like, now we're in that we're networking, literally like you're sitting across from Amy going, Amy, no way. I saw that picture you have on your back of that motorcycle and your dad. I'm pretending like my posts are on my body just as yeah. No, I love it. And it's like, oh my God, my dad was a racer too. Yeah. And so, instead of going, oh, sweetheart, and walking away, don't do that. Right. <laughs> do you just go and walk off? <laughs> <laughs> Engage. Act like you're interested, right? Act like you care. Talk and care. Yeah. Like you're networking. This is a networking platform, guys. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's all about being in conversation. And, you know, and I have people sometimes say, well, I don't have time for that. Well, what do you have time for? Because why are you trying to be a business owner if you don't have time well, to have conversation? Okay. So back in the day, uh, you didn't have time to go to that networking event that got you like 10 clients because you kept going every month and it built your whole business. It took you time to drive. I mean, I used to go to a networking event and I kid you not. I live on Bainbridge Island. It's in Seattle. It started at seven o'clock in the morning. It's a fabulous online group, by the way, called the F-Bomb Breakfast Club. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. That is so cool. And it's all women. It's all about empowerment. It's totally aligns with my brand. I'm like, I will do anything to be there. So I would go and take the ferry the night before, spend the night at a friend's house, 
wake up at the crack of dawn, you know, or as they call it, because they're like, they cuss like truckers, like the apps. Can I cuss in here? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Like the ass crack of dawn. That's what they say. And then they, and then they all meet at seven. I mean, this was like a whole 24 hour thing to go to this networking event. Okay. So that's 24 hours in a month. Like, can you spend that online? Like, and not just doing that, but like really talking to people. (laughs) And it's literally just, if you reframe it, is it really that much time? I want to point something out that you said that like, I want everybody to hear you made it fun. You took the ferry, yeah. you went and stayed at a friend's house. Yeah. You kind of made it a fun thing to get up at the yeah. crack of dawn and go meet the F-bomb yeah. breakfast club at 7 a.m. Yeah. And like, I invited people, by the way, because that made it more fun too, because I wasn't doing it by myself. Like, come do this. It's so cool. Right. It's like, you don't have to, you get to. You get to. Yeah. Right? Like, I Absolutely. get to be online having conference. There was a time about a year ago, probably, where I remember I sat outside. It was hard for me to transition at first. And I think this will serve everybody. It was hard for me to transition into believing that social media was, was work, was my job because I didn't always see it as a tool because before I stepped into this world of working in the virtual space, it was something that like you just went on and scrolled and whatever. I wasn't even on Instagram a year and a half ago. So I, (laughs) yeah, there you go. I was sitting there one day outside on a beautiful sunny afternoon And I wanted to catch up on all of my DMs on Instagram and engage with all the comments on my posts. And I sat there for like an hour and a half doing all of that. And when I was done, I mean, it was a gorgeous afternoon. And when I was done, I was like, oh my God, I just waste all that time. I have to go get to work. And then I stopped myself. I was like, (laughs) that was work. work. And I can make it fun like that. I can go outside and sit in the sun I mean, I live in Southern California. The sun's out all the time, except for the last couple of days. It hasn't been out. Well, I know, but, but like, yeah, you're you make on it fun. And so I'll walk my dog. I'll go to a park. I will literally yeah. go and people know who've gotten messages from me. And a lot of people have, you get messages from me when I'm on a walk with my dog or when I'm sitting in a park, because I want to make that. it fun and real. People love that actually. Yeah. You know? I build it into my life. See, that's so important. And, and again, it's like, now I get to, I get to, you know, now I get to be like, have fun with my marketing and it is my business. This is my business. Yes. Yeah. I'm not just goofing around on social media. I'm growing my business and it's fun. You're you're connecting to people. You're growing your business. And ultimately, like you said, it's, I get to, and you don't like, if you're a business owner, that's the only thing you do have time for. Starting conversations is it. That's, that's like what all of this is about. That's what you have to build time in for every single day. Not working on your website, not work like no, all that stuff, there's a time, no, to think, but like mm-mm. you've got to be in it every single day in conversations and engaging with people. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. And look at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. As fun. It's it fun. is fun. Get to do fun. It. We get to do this. I mean, we right. met an online, I mean, like, here we are, Nicole. Right. right. You know? I so, love it. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. I have a question about consistency because when you yeah. were talking about, and I totally get the importance of it because I will say I went all in last year, it, last January, a year ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to be as consistent as I can be with what I'm doing. And the easiest way for me to show up is to talk on video. So I made up my show, Nick at night, and I do it four times a week. And my business completely changed when I started showing up consistently for yeah. nights. Well, on video too. Video gets twice as much um, interaction as a photo post. I have clients who are still so adamant about sending texts and I'm like, 
send video. You're going to get so much more traction. People. Well, you're really good at that. You, I mean, I do that occasionally and you're like right on it with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> but I do do it. So we could go on and on about this because sometimes we'll text people and then we'll do a quick VO and then we'll text. And then you've taken it up to a whole nother level though with that. You know what? I will fully admit it came from laziness and maybe laziness is the wrong way to, that's kind of being harsh on myself. It's just the easiest way for me to be the most efficient with keeping up with my communication. Like, and I, here's the other thing that I think benefits me. And this is maybe where the laziness does come in. I don't care if I have my hair up in a ponytail and I'm on no makeup and I just woke up or if I'm like dressed to the nines and I have hair and makeup done, like, I'm just going to turn the camera on me. And I'm going to say, here's, here's me because I don't have time to worry about the rest of it. And I do feel like it's received from a place of how I want it to be. Like I'm real. Yeah. I'm still a person. This is me. No, this it's is important. Me. Well, yeah. people want, I mean, I mean, authentic is almost, uh, well, it's like this cliche thing now, but it's real. It's real. It's true. They don't want the glossy fake, you know, they don't want, they don't want be They don't want it. Yeah. You know, we can smell it a mile away. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, no hard sales tactics. Gross. Right. Um, I smell it. You know, like we like, we, you know, sorry, we're too savvy for that. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, give me someone real that I trust, know, and like, see, right. Cause you're consistent there you and, go. and then build a relationship. And like, yeah, you're exactly the kind of person I want to work with. Right. So my question for that is, cause I've had some people say, Oh, I don't have time to do four nights a week. Like you do a lot. I couldn't do that. And I'm like, well, quit comparing yourself to me and yeah. do what you can right now. So if somebody, cause some of my clients have a lot of other things going on or they have yeah. a second job or they have kids, yeah. totally fine. I get that. Yeah. Can you do once a week. And they'll say, well, yeah, isn't once a week consistently at the same day in the same time, still better than nothing at all or inconsistently showing up. Absolutely. Anything consistent is better than nothing. Yeah. And there's way to prioritize. There's actually a really great article that came out yesterday in the New York times about Instagram mm-hmm. read. Ooh. And, and here's the thing about Facebook, you guys, if anyone says they're an Instagram or Facebook expert, there's no such thing. There's not. And I'll tell you why I would never claim to be that. I'm not, I'm a marketing expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's why I, I actually got to talk to a guy at Facebook who that's what he does is mess around with that algorithm. And he told me that he's like, there's no such thing as a Facebook expert. Cause we don't even know how it all works and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. It's always changed. That's what I said. I was they like, I don't even know. I'm like, what? It's hard to get okay. pretty wow, like, thank you for that. There's no such right. thing. So like it's literally trial and error, trial and error. What are people saying? I don't try, I don't trial and I mean, and people get frustrated. Well, that it, they own the show, they get to do whatever they want. That's why you need emails, by the way. That's a whole nother conversation. You need an email list because your account could be like pulled tomorrow. Yep. And boy, wouldn't it be great if you had everyone's email? Yep. So yeah, we don't have, had, have multiple ways to reach out. And some people are emailing. That's a touch, by people. the way. That counts as a touch. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I always say. Like to get caught up in all the nitty gritty of like Facebook, how to do this, how to do that. Like yeah. it's almost exhausting because I feel like it's always changing. And I'm not it's saying it. it's not important to know certain things, but like it's tough to buy into the strategy of Facebook when like yeah. you said, it's. It Mom. is. And I would say, here's what my, my, you know, if I was, okay, there's a, you know, hello, Instagram update. I would say to do this. Cause if you read the article, you're like, Oh, this is so exhausting. Cause it's about an expert that reached out to an artist. And it's like, here's how you can really move the needle. And it was like a ton of content. Like mm-hmm. how do, I'm, I'm just me. What? Right. And so 
I would say this from what I read to rethink your priorities, because right now, Instagram is really pushing reels like crazy. They, this expert like wanted to all my clients like, get on reels. I they need to take say, my own. Say, I don't remember if it was four to seven reels a week. It's like, are you kidding me? Those reels take forever, but do at least one a week. And that should be number one priority. People that that's not the icing on the cake. That should be your priority, by the way. Right. And then stories. Those are easy is those are so easy. Oh, easy. Okay. Like I have at least a story a day, sometimes two or three. That's kind of what you want, yep. but at least do a story, do a story. And then the posts you guys can, I mean, this expert said you can do three or four a week. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, I post every day. So this is like, it's always changing. And I've been noticing that, but you know, I kind of roll my eyes like, okay, those reels do take a little more time, but mm-hmm. you know, you can do a 15 second video on real and be like, it's a real, it's fine. The algorithm's filmed on real. It doesn't anyway. have to be all the fancy stuff, right? As no, as I mean, I actually, we were driving up. I mean, you know, this was a good test for me. We were driving up from California this weekend, drove to Seattle. So my husband wanted to do the Highway 1 drive, which is like the most scenic drive in the Gorgeous. North America, I think. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a reel. This will be fun. So I did a reel. I had my dog, the camper, us looking over. I mean, it's like, you know, come on. It's like candy. And, and who doesn't want to watch that? Yeah. So, you know, I just did a real rough little edit and said something stupid and threw it out there. And then four hours, I'm in the car and I'm like looking at it, I'm like, what? Had 4,000 views in four hours. I'm like, well, that's really going to help my brand. It's about the coastline. <laughs> but, you know, it's that's the thing. It's like, it's random. It was a Sunday. I think I'm not an expert. I have noticed that they really throttle, in my opinion, the reels on the weekends. You tell me they may change it next week. But I feel like they and they're prioritizing it. I feel like they do. That's my gut. But they could change it tomorrow. They might. Right. right. But my bottom line is, if you haven't done one, just mess around. Go watch a YouTube video about how to do it the first time. So you're not going to know what. It's right. Not that hard. And um, post a reel. Yeah. Get on. And you it. don't have to do that one. Like don't, you don't don't that's you don't don't do that one. That's what I had a client. She was like, I don't want to do that. It looks so stupid. I said, don't you know do what that. You do? don't. I don't do that. Don't do. That. I said. Why don't you just do one that's making fun of it? Why don't you just do one that's like funny? Well, unless like, you want to be like really funny with it. Like, but well, it's kind I, of her brand. It would kind of, it would be kind of, you know, on point. For her, I but, guess if you were really clever with it, like I never say never. Cause some of the best stuff is like, is unique, is original. Clarity. Exactly. Yeah. Be yourself. Have fun. Exactly. Don't overthink it. Just, and, and here's what I always tell people too. It's okay to be scrappy and messy. You just do it. Yeah. Start. You know? Yeah. Put it out there. Yeah. Yep. And you're right. They are favoring reels big time. And we need to play that. This is what I say all the time. We're on their platform. They are a business. We need to play their game. And what they want is engagement. And they want us to use their newest features because that's what they're promoting. So that's when we right. play their game, we get favored. We get seen by more people. Like you can either beat your head against the wall and keep trying the strategy that was working three years ago, or you can just jump ship and not jump ship, but jump into the new stuff that they're putting out. And play the game. With it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. It's just how it works. Exactly. It's a free platform. That's what they're pushing right now. Exactly. Yeah. We got to play their game. Got to play their game. Time to go do a reel. I know. Thank you so much, Debbie. Oh my gosh. It's my pleasure. This is a, this is a blast. I love it. I can tell how passionate you are about it, how much you love talking about it. Like you just get so lit up and it's 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 really fun because it, because it it really does make a difference. Like it truly works. It does. Well, and I appreciate you didn't make it about Facebook or Instagram. Like your 
what you're talking about works, first of all, no matter what platform you're on. It works on it works, your website. It even works if you're not on a fire. It yeah. works on anything. Yeah. Because these are the truths, no matter what, like consistency, community, connection, like that's what's important. You know, Absolutely. people buy from people and, and that's what we need to remember. That's right. And you are your brand. That's how you started this whole thing off is you are a brand. Your brand, guys, your, brand. your brand, your brand. We're all brands. Brand. It's so cool. We get to be brands. Yep. yep. I love it. it. Makes it easy on us. Right. We just yeah. need to show up as our people. That's right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thank, thank you. you for being here. Debbie, I really appreciate your time and all the expertise that you shared. Really amazing for everybody. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me. And it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.